guys, I'm so excited to have uh, an amazing person on the line with me. Uh, she is so good at improv. I had so much fun uh, while we were playing improv games and the whole group was just, you know, alive, come alive through her game. So uh, welcome, Brenda. How are you doing? I'm doing well today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I'm so glad that you're here. Um, so can you tell us, like, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you in improv? Okay, well... Uh, one of the first things you have to know about me is I am a woman of a slightly advanced age. And so what I would do is I'd use that to my benefit. And when we were uh, playing improv games, if we had younger um, comedians in there with us, I would usually flirt with them like I was totally enamored. Mm -hmm. And uh, one night, the, all the players on stage turned that around and made it all about me. Mm -hmm. um, so it was these young 20-somethings that were coming on to me like I was the most gorgeous thing in the world. And it ended up being one of the funniest skits we'd ever done. I love it. I can, I can already see that in my head. I love, and you're a beautiful woman, oh so God. I don't think it's surprising. <laughs> so, um, so like you, you have a really interesting background. Like you've done corporate stuff. And um, so how did you start improv? Uh, well, uh, I had actually, after 9-11, I had decided that I would... Um, quit my corporate job because I did not want to run the risk of ever dying doing something I hated to do. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I got out of the corporate world, I started taking acting lessons. I started taking voice lessons, that kind of stuff. And someone told me that I needed to audition. So mm -hmm. I did. I auditioned for this play and I got one of the major parts. Mm -hmm. And when I got this part, um, I had never been in a major play like that. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I, I did pretty well. The play was doing well. It was selling out full houses and I got really, really comfortable. Mm -hmm. And one night I went totally up on my lines, could not remember what my next line was. And uh, all of the cast members told me, you look like a deer in a headlight. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, the director told me, he says, if nothing else, he says, you have to go and you need to sign up for improv. He says, it doesn't mean that you're not going to go up on your lines, but you will never, ever again look like that deer in the headlights. Mm -hmm. You'll at least be able to keep going. So that's what I did. And, and then I fell in love with improv. Mm, that's awesome. So like you've, you've done a lot of different performances all across. And like, I just want to know, because corporate corporations and improv seem like they don't even belong in the same <laughs> sentence, but you were able to like do it so well. Yeah. Um, so like, what, what is it like actually doing improv in, in uh, maybe more formal settings, business settings? Yeah. Well, one of the things, um, one of the lucky things is uh, me and when I had um, my group together, we were called the corporate recess players. And all of us had been in the corporate world somehow. So we had that experience. We knew what it was like uh, in, in a corporate environment. We knew that they're about hierarchies and all that. So the first thing was to really understand our audience. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we would first go in and, and talk to whoever within the audience. I mean, excuse, excuse me, whoever within the company wanted to have us work with their, their group, mm -hmm. uh, understand what they did for that company. Mm -hmm. And then we would use, that's how, what we would use when we would come up with our games um, and our different uh, exercises for them to do at the, um, at the workshops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So um, why do you think it's so important to like do improv? Ooh, for so many reasons. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, most of us uh, have forgotten how to listen. Mm, we're we're so true. we're so busy putting in our head what we want to say next yes. that we don't listen to what the person is talking to us about. Yeah. And if you want to do good improv, you have to be able to listen and stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And um, how would you describe improv to people who are scared, who are new, like? Because it seems like, because, you know, whose line is it anyway? And, we're, and at, at least for me, before I did theater, I was like, oh, my God, I could never do that. So mm-hmm. what would you say to people who want to do it, but like they're too unsure? What would you say to them? Uh, well, the first thing I would say is, is take a beginning class. You know, if you're just going to um, just do it just to learn it, take a beginning class. In almost every class, um, they'll make sure that it's a safe environment. So that's the first thing. Find a safe environment where you'll feel comfortable and then let your filters go. Mm. Um, you know, get outside of your head and go in there and just take it for a what it is. Uh, don't be afraid to um, make a fool of yourself. Mm. You know, don't be afraid to be silly and just learn from it. Mm. I love it. And um, like what types of people should do improv or like what types of people most need improv? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're uptight you need improv <laughs> how would you tell somebody because i feel like the most uptight people they don't even know they're uptight so they like, don't. <laughs> what, what do you think is like a good way to find out if, if they are well here, here's the thing uh, you can encourage people to do it yeah. but, but I, I have had people tell me but I don't need improv I can I can do what you do that's easy to get up there and just pretend or to you know um, they're, they're not understanding there's the skill of you know, just smack them on the head <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like no come on up <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's try this. Yeah, I feel like you're right. Because if, if somebody says, I don't need improv, those are the people who most need it. That most need it. Yeah. If <laughs> you think you don't need it, you need it the most. That's okay. exactly it. Um, and um, who do you think doesn't need improv? I think everyone needs improv. Everyone. Yeah, that's true. If nothing else, to learn how to play. We, you know, and let's take a perfect example. When you look at our political environment right now. Yeah. Oh my um, God. They're yeah. having fun, though. I mean, Nancy I Donald <laughs> gave me permission to be petty because they're, I forget they're in their 70s, you know, and they're having so much fun. I mean, maybe not the fun that we think is fun, but I think I'm very entertained by it. Uh, I'm entertained, but let me, <laughs> let me tell you, I want to make sure our com- country's still around for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, cool. they, but they take themselves so seriously. They do. You know? yes. So I think anybody <laughs> that, that thinks life is that serious needs to have improv. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, okay. So what would you do if you ruled the world? What would I do if I ruled the world? Now, that's a, that's a deep question. I, and I'm going to give you a deep answer. Yay. Um, I'd work toward the goal of, of, of um, having every human having um, the freedom to pursue their most basic, our, our, as humans, our most basic rights, which I feel are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Amazing. I, so, I think so often of our Declaration of Independence, and you know, those words have always stuck with me. Everyone in the world should be able to have at least those three basic rights. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Best answer. I think of all the podcasts I've done, really. Um, so what would you do if you could like do things over? 
not one thing. Not one thing. I love it. No. That's a life well lived. That's a life well. Lived. well and well, not I don't want to say it's like over or something, but I'm, you know, it's it's a good thing. You have no, no regrets. Yeah. No, well, because every single mistake I've made, every failure I've made, every experience that I've experienced brought me to who who I am inside today. And you know, today I like myself. So why would I want to change anything that brought me to this point? Yeah, that's so true. Um, so what is like your daily routine like? Well, I'm now writing. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, uh, we have uh, a friend of uh, a friend of mine, and I have been commissioned to write a a screenplay. Um, mm -hmm. So we are doing that, and so uh, I'm three days to four days a week writing. The other time I spend um, with my service organization, Rotary, and with my grandchildren who live with us. Mm -hmm. And um, just enjoy life and people. Mm -hmm. I love it. And um, what are some of your upcoming projects? Uh, well, I have the screenplay going right now. That's my major project. Um, and then I'm spending the next several months um, campaigning. And um, then after that, it, it, you know, right now I'm taking life one day at a time. Hopefully there'll be some more improv coming up soon. Um, I get, um, you know, a few acting jobs I have here and there. So it's kind of like um, I'm in that stage of my life where I just wait to see what happens and take it when it comes. Love it. So um, what, what like surprised you about teaching improv? What are some insights you would share with other people who are thinking of leading groups in general? Um, well, if you're, going, if you're thinking about leading a group, you wanna make sure that you can um, get along with all these people, that you have mm -hmm. fun with them. Mm -hmm. uh, because one person can ruin it for everybody. So true, yes. So, and I'm often the person who ruins it for everyone. <laughs> everyone. Uh, so so how, do you, how do you make sure that everyone feels comfortable as much as possible, I guess? Uh, you, what we did, I'm going to tell you what we did. Uh, when we have, we, and little background, corporate recess players played for eight years and we got pay, uh, paying gigs during that time. Uh, so we, we, we were fairly successful and we left the, we left or broke the group apart, but, um, you know, when we were still at the height. So, and one of the things that we did is, uh, whether we had a gig or not, we practiced weekly together mm -hmm. and we tried to play a lot together and we tried to know, we, we got to know each other so well that we knew the strengths and weaknesses of each other so that we would, mm. we would really work on, if somebody was strong at something, we would work with, you know, that we would um, take that and use it. And if they were weak on it, we would try to make sure that, that, that we helped them with that. Mm. So that on stage, um, you know, we, were, we always had each other's back. I love it. We didn't have to be, none of us had to be the star. Mm. That was probably the most important thing. That's really hard to get a group to do. So I'm, I'm glad you share with that. And I think there's nothing more bonding than going through war or going through theater together. Right. So right. It's, right. it's amazing. So do you have any advice on like how to be a better, uh, do they call it improver or like how, Improvise. yeah, how to be a better improv? Yes. Yeah. Uh, listen, really listen. Um, uh, remember one of my best advice that I ever got is when we're performing to always remember that, uh, be normal in an abnormal environment mm. and be abnormal in a normal environment. Mm. 
So, and uh, listen, don't try to be the star. You know, uh, if somebody makes you the, the baby, be the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. So um, any other advice you would like to share with people who are like new to improv or maybe been doing improv for a little bit? What advice would you give them? Just do it. I mean, just do it and have fun for as long as it's fun for you. And um, when it's not, then try something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Just do it. I love it. So um, how can we learn more about you? How can we continue the conversation? I, I'm on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I have, um, you know, I'm Brenda Glim on Facebook and on Twitter, I believe I'm pissed off grandma. I love it. I'm Uh, pissed off grandmas with an S. I love it. That's the best. Uh, I just, I just love the names that you come up with. So thank you so much, Brenda, for being on the show today. I learned so much and I hope to have you on future shows to come. I sure appreciate it. Thank you, Lee. Thank you.